Welcome to the BCI's Business Continuity Awareness Week podcast 2021. My name is Rena Singh from the Resilience Pod podcast and I will be your host in this series as we explore this year's theme, Business Continuity Starts With You. I'll be talking with some of the most experienced professionals in the industry, discussing the importance of raising internal awareness, some of the challenges, as well as some tips, methods and techniques that we can all take away. Today's episode is all about the business continuity approach. One size does not fit all. With my next guest, who started his risk management and business continuity career in Germany, studied in Australia, Europe and America, and is now leading the BC department for a top fintech national e-wallet company in Bahrain. Fun fact, my next guest used to be an amateur boxer in Chicago. So please join me in welcoming Mohammed Al Alawi from Bahrain. Hi Mohammed, how are you doing? Hi Rina, I'm doing very well, thanks. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Welcome. How are things? Thank you so much. It's, I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to be here on your podcast. I've been following up with it lately and I, I really like the episodes that are coming out of it. Thank you. We are excited to have you on this um, episode and we are talking today about, as I mentioned, how the BCM approach one size doesn't fit all. So without further ado, and I know the audience is probably wondering why, why doesn't a one size fit all when it comes to BCM? Uh, see, there are many factors that, that go and play when we're talking about business continuity. And a lot of people think that if you have one business continuity plan or one BCP approach, then that could be applicable across all uh, industries, across all sectors, and across all organizations. However, in my opinion, there are several factors that come and play here. And the most important ones are the industry sector, the organizational culture, and the human factors within those organizations. And these are all intertwined. Wow, actually, that's really insightful there, just just as you say that, um, to think about those things, because often or not, and as a practitioner, I don't know if I've ever really consciously thought about it, and I'm sure a lot of our audience can relate to that. So let's dig a little bit deeper then and start with what you mentioned about the industry sector. What do we need to consider um, with regards to this? So uh, if the business continuity manager is within a certain industry, they would need to understand what that industry is, what are the different business needs and the business problems that might arise within that industry, and then segregate their plan based on that. So uh, based from my experience, I've been in the retail sector, the manufacturing, the automotive, and the fintech sectors. And from each of those sectors, it really differs on what the business problems are, so when we're talking retail, it's all about stocking up on goods when you don't have them anymore. When you're talking about manufacturing, it's all about shifting your, your factory workers around or uh, if you're facing a pandemic, how are you going to work with your factories and all. And in, in fintechs, it's uh, pretty obvious. It's mostly about the servers, uh, ensuring the servers are up and running all the time, having all your systems being perfectly aligned, your disaster recovery site is available, your business continuity site is available, and so on and so forth. So it really depends on which industry you're tackling and how you should approach business continuity when you're looking at that. 
Wow, that's a really insightful point and one I feel many of us probably forget because we're looking for off-the-shelf templates a, a lot of the time. So thank you for sharing that because I think it is really important. And a follow-up to that, I just want to ask you, like, when did you realise that this, like, a, a one-size-all doesn't fit and it's it's got to do with the industry? Well, uh, when I was in uh, in Germany, uh, I was actually a junior over there in the risk management and the business continuity department. Mm -hmm. And I was just trying to absorb all the information, being like a sponge, seeing how <laughs> things are being done, you know, from uh, uh, the way that they approach stakeholders, from the way that they run workshops, uh, doing the BIAs, the BCPs and all. Uh, and then when I moved back to Bahrain, I tried to implement that same approach with that same mentality uh, across a different industry. So that uh, dealing with the automotive and the retail sector in Germany and then moving to the manufacturing and, and fintech industries in Bahrain, it was a pretty different uh, scenario. And, and that was why, like, I, when I tried to implement it, I noticed that several other factors come in play when, when we're talking about business continuity awareness. Yeah. And that was one of the most prominent ones. So when we're talking industry, it's really, really important to understand uh, what the possible obstacles could be. In your way there yeah uh, and that's you know really interesting to know and it's because you've worked in different industries um you know internationally that you are able to pick this up and something that we can all learn from so my fellow audience if you are listening then please do take this in note because it's it's really important to have this in consideration moving on from that and something that you mentioned at the start about why a one size doesn't fit all you mentioned organizational culture so what does this mean and how do we and what do we need to look out for when we're talking about the organizational culture it's uh, it also depends on a lot of factors so if we're talking about a startup or an sme or a large corporation they'll be seeing things a bit differently and maybe they do not notice that or recognize and acknowledge that business continuity is a key management discipline and that needs to be implemented in all uh, companies or even from the smallest ones to the most uh, largest ones. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about that, the awareness levels are different from one organization to the next. The way that things are run within the company is different. So we can even look at it from a bottom-up approach where we try to raise the awareness from all the stakeholders like the, the experts and the heads and so on, or reaching it from a top-bottom approach so if, there is, if it is recognized as a key discipline by the top management, then that makes the life of a business continuity manager a little bit easier. Because then yeah. you have the, yeah. then the vision from the top and you just need to implement it going downwards to all the other stakeholders. Mm -hmm. However, uh, and I have worked in a startup which has turned into a grown-up in Germany. And I've realized and I noticed how uh, the organizational culture has changed or, and shifted over the years. So once they went public, uh, we saw that there was a little bit more focus on risk management and business continuity to deal with international standards and all. And that kind of shifted the way that people looked at business continuity as well. And when we're talking about uh, SMEs and larger corporations, then that shift has already happened a long time ago. And they already know that this uh, is a key discipline and that needs to be implemented. There's a dedicated team for it. So it's all about how the organization looks at business continuity. And then addressing that issue, whether from, as I mentioned, top down or bottom up, dependent on the, the culture of that organization itself. 
Yeah, that's a really interesting point there and one that we need to really consider when we're going out in our organisations and embedding this to see what that culture is. Now, following on from that, do we need to, there'll be other things that impact culture, right? Like if there's any regulation or regulatory requirements, what are the objectives and stuff like that? Can you just shed a bit more in-depth light on what your thoughts are around that? Uh, absolutely, yes. So um, right now I'm in a in a company where regulatory requirements are a hassle, to be honest. But we're facing a lot of regulations from yeah. uh, the central bank and from a lot of other places where we need to comply with international standards and to meet the availability requirements of the national e-wallet. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about that, it becomes really hard to wrap your head around uh, how you're going to take that approach from a business continuity perspective. Yeah. And uh, then you need to do your research and understand where the, how the standards are written, how, how to actually move forward with that. Because if it's just a startup, then they're putting in business continuity as a form of continuing their business as usual and not that the operations are failing. However, mm -hmm. when it comes to regulatory requirements, you're dealing with penalties. You're dealing with things that are out of your control and sometimes dependencies with other banks, for example, or other companies where you need to like suffice with with, uh, with certain things. Mm -hmm. And it's just a bit different. So it really depends. It depends on the, the organizational culture here and uh, on the regulatory requirements and on so many different things. So yeah, absolutely. Yes, Thank you. Yeah, so organizational culture is quite complex uh, as, as yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know, people, when, when you're explaining all these regulatory requirements or, or looking at the culture and whether it's top down or not or whatever, uh, people are key and you touched on the human factors. So what are the human considerations and factors we need to think about? Uh, I think this is applicable actually to all management systems. So when you're in your office and you're trying to get the job done with other departments, you notice that there are different dependencies from all the other departments and you need to get your work done. However, uh, in order to do that, you need to understand the people you're dealing with, right? Yeah. So I noticed that there's a different uh, way of working when it comes to different countries. So mm -hmm. geographical location is uh, a top priority to look at here. So mm -hmm. when, when I'm dealing with uh, people in Europe, it's, it's a different approach. When I'm dealing with people in the Middle East, it's a little bit different as well. And mm -hmm. there are certain values and principles that are different from each country to the next. And the, the approach to raise that awareness is also different. So mm -hmm. there's, uh, there's certain things you need to look at, and especially when it comes to culture and, and the human factors, because at the end of the day, like how the VCI's theme for this year is, Business continuity starts with you, yeah. so that really comes and drags down to the to the actual humans that are in that organization. And you need to understand that the different stakeholders are uh, understanding your approach differently when you relate it to their fields, to their respective mm -hmm. field. So when I'm dealing with marketing, I need to understand it has to be a little bit more creative. When I'm when I'm dealing with finance, it's more about the numbers. It depends on uh, on each department and on uh, how the people over there think and yeah. react to certain things and what would resonate with them the most.
you know what you've just said such a fantastic thing in that about change your aspect of how you communicate bcm to the type of people that you're talking to in your organization i absolutely love that i think like, like that's one of the best things you've said and something we forget to do so you know the the culture the human values and how we adjust to that is so so important i love it so when i go and speak to my marketing team and or another team that, that i've got to make them do business continuity because let's face it most people don't want to do it right <laughs> uh let be relatable <laughs> to them <laughs> be relatable to them i absolutely love that that is so so true um and one of the really good key tips for us to take away um today now in like conversations we've had during today and before you you really kind of expressed uh, a, a thought on that culture and human values are intertwined um i'd like you to kind of elaborate on that a bit more for our listeners and and kind of i feel that's important because it 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 kind of tops up what you've just said yes so uh in germany one thing i noticed was uh they really know how to segregate their personal and their professional lives so <laughs> when we're when we're at work we're really working and it's 100%, no distractions. You're just doing your thing. And a workshop is a real workshop. However, in, uh, in the Middle East, for example, it kind of uh, goes uh, line in line, like the professional and the personal aspect. It's, uh, don't get me wrong, it's, it's still really professional and all. It's just, uh, it's just a, the, the matter that uh, the country is really small. Bahrain especially, it's like 1.6 million people. That's yeah. not a lot at all. So we all kind of know each other. We know the background stories. We've met at a certain point in our lives. So it really is hard to segregate the personal from the professional, mm -hmm. which is why you need to really add a personal touch to the business continuity approach as well. Mm -hmm. So when I'm going into workshops here, I know the people I'm dealing with. I know their backgrounds. And it's easier to communicate with them on a personal level. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's always a, about like maintaining a healthy and, and respectful relationship with your colleagues on a personal level as well and not just professionally uh, on the other hand in Europe it's it's more about maintaining that professional aspect during work and then you can have fun afterwards right mm -hmm. so it's uh, it's a bit of a different approach when I'm talking about uh, dealing with it in Germany or in Bahrain for example mm -hmm fabulous and it's so true and it's important to realize that and it, it ties nicely into everything you said about you know this is why these are the reasons guys why one size doesn't fit all because it's industry it's the culture it's the people um exactly what muhammad has gone through with us today so muhammad thank you so much for your insights into this it's, it's really made me think and i'm hoping it's made our audience think too before we wrap up i'd just like to ask you what if you've got any final thoughts to share with us and the listeners uh, well one last thing i can say is business continuity starts with you so <laughs> you as a business continuity professional should embed that culture within uh, the people of the organization and keep in consideration that all those factors are intertwined. So when we're talking about understanding the industry, about understanding the organizational culture and the human factors, one size would not fit all. Thank you so much. Absolutely loved this. Um, thank you, Mohamed, for your insights. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, to- Thank you, Rina. The pleasure is mine.
you're welcome thank you once again and thank you guys for listening we have come to an end of this short podcast um, thank you for listening to the bci's business continuity awareness week podcast with me your host rena singh and our guest mohammed al alawi from bahrain um, we hope you enjoyed it to learn more about the business continuity awareness week head over to the bci.org org forward slash bcaw2021 and follow us on social media thanks again and see you in the next episode